Welcome to the NS North Podcast. My name is Philip Castrain, and I'm joined tonight by my co-host, Dan Byers. How are you, Dan? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for joining us for another episode where we introduce a new speaker who will be presenting at this year's NS North. In this podcast, we are pleased to have with us speaker Rustem Karimov, and he joins us now. How are you, Rustem? I'm doing great, Philip. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you, Dan? Good, good. Really great to have you on, man. Oh, thank you for having me. We are delighted to have you on. And now, since we have you on, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and what you do? All right. Uh, my name is Rustem Karimov. I live in Toronto, Canada. I work for Agile Bits. We make one password and Knox. One password is the product that we started with, and uh, that's what we're probably known for. And when you, when you say you work for Agile Bits, uh, Agile Bits is a company you founded, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that's true, but uh, I also work for it. <laughs> <laughs> they make it work, huh? Yes, uh, my friend Dave Dave Tier and I started Agile Bits back in 2005. So we'll be it will be nine years in July. Oh wow, we're getting up to the decade. At the, that'll be quite the party, I'm sure. Oh yes, that's crazy. <laughs> so you're in you're from Toronto and you work at uh, the company you founded for the last uh, close to nine years. So what do you do in Toronto? Uh, we just uh, recently opened an office in Toronto. For many years, we were all remote. Right, a distributed company. Yes, a distributed company. And uh, most of people at Agile Bits worked uh, in the United States, Canada. And we had a couple of people in Europe. But we felt that at this point, we wanted to have a place where we can get together once in a while. Uh, and uh, we opened an office in Toronto. And that, that, I'm sure that makes a huge difference, having some... Uh, it's, it's it's a lot of fun. So we could uh, we could get people, we could fly people down here. We could spend some time. Uh, before that, we used to do the same thing, but we used to uh, just fly to uh, someone else, someone's home, and work work at home for uh, a week or so. But uh, we're now about forty people, so it's kind of hard to fit everyone uh, under one one roof. Wow! So that's you've really grown as a company when you decide to have a real office. <laughs> Yes, that's true. Right, and then next you'll have an HR department. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was I was looking at some of the rules that you you have to follow, and yeah, that's they're pretty scary. So, based on your uh, on your involvement with uh, Agile Bits, like what what is your what is your main function there? Like, are you, are you more on the technical side, or are you are you more biz dev, or? Well, I'm as a founder, it's I have a. I mostly try to have fun. So, and for me, it would be mostly technical side. Awesome. So I work on uh, Mac and iOS development. I uh, maintain and deploy servers, uh, do code reviews, things like that. Great. And uh, so I guess you've had a hand in on both the Mac and iOS versions of uh, the popular 1Password that hopefully uh, everybody listening to this podcast has a copy of. Thank you, Dan. Well, I certainly do. <laughs> More than one, actually, but yeah. Uh, yes, I, uh, Dave and I started the Mac version uh, back in 2006, and uh, I worked on all, all the Mac versions, and I think iOS app, I wrote it from the beginning to the end, the very first, 
the very first version, it's, it was pretty terrible, I think, at the time. <laughs> it's still very handy, though. If, if I want to look up a password that I have somewhere, I know I have it on my phone, so that's really good. Well, now we have a brand new version, which is, uh, I think, is, is quite a step forward. And we're working towards the iOS 7 update that was supposed to be uh, back in 2013, but we kind of got delayed. Oh yeah, and then and what's uh, do you have any uh, do you have a target for for the for the next release for that one or do you have you? Released? I better not say we we uh. did that before. <laughs> so, Rustam, what uh, what were you doing before you started Agile Bits? Well, I had a lot of fun as well, uh, but it was a different kind of uh, fun. We uh, Dave and I we we did enterprise development, uh, mostly Java consulting. Oh, so uh, a lot of big companies, uh, some crazy projects there, and I think Agile Bits was uh, really, a, really was born out of that. I think one of the one of the troubles that we had there was that on a big enterprise project, you you rarely have a chance to talk to your customers, to people who re really use your software. You have a set of layers, starting with the project manager, uh, system analyst, business analyst, uh, a set of requirements and things like that. So it's, when we started Agile Bits, it was such a, uh, such a fresh air for us to be able to uh, create an app and then be able to get feedback on it right away. I think the problem with uh, enterprise software is that the people that are buying your software are not the people that are using your software. Yes, exactly. Customers and users are not uh, are not the same people. Yeah, and so how long were you uh, doing that for then? Uh, pretty much uh, since I came to Canada back in back in nineteen ninety nine two thousand. Ah, very good. Very good. Yeah, I'm sure it must have been quite the change to get away from Java and over into. Uh, to Objective C and all the the wonderful libraries that we had, there, I'm sure you felt that there was no turning back once you once you got Agile Bits off the ground. Well, we started with Ruby. Everything started with Ruby when uh, ah. I, I think David Heinemar Hansen was uh, showing off Ruby on Rails and uh, TextMate, one of the early versions of TextMate, and he did that on Mac. Uh, so I think Dave went and bought a first PowerBook G4. And he was taunting me with it because, uh, you know, he was just trying different stuff there. And uh, I got jealous. I, I, bought, I bought PowerBook G4 next day. <laughs> <laughs> so, so was 1Password your very first uh, uh, go at it? Like, what, 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 how does Knox fit, fit into the story? 1Password? Uh, uh, so when we did Ruby on Rails, uh, that was the idea original idea behind Agile Bits that we'll do Ruby on Rails consulting. And then when we did consulting, we felt that would be nice to have the tool to fill the forms for us. Because you do when you do web development, you do a lot of form filling. You need to keep track of a lot of logins. So well, password is supposed to be a two-month project tops. Max, we felt that we could finish in two months. Uh, so now, nine years later, obviously. We're still working on it, 
<laughs> so that's fascinating. One password started as a helper tool to help you do your job, your consulting job, and it turned into the actual product that makes the company money. Yes, the idea was that we'll do that for two months. We developed it for ourselves, and then we'll uh, we'll get back to uh, web development. Wow. Well, that explains one of the questions that I had, which was um, when you have the uh, browser extension. Uh, I mean. Back in the day, there were no browser extensions, so you had to reverse engineer a lot of stuff. But uh, even with the browser extensions, you still have to reverse engineer a lot of stuff for because you're going on foreign websites and they're not always the same for uh, for their uh, their login and password. There's there's similarities, but there's also differences, and you have to be sure what is what. And it fascinates me that somebody can go in and and fix all of that. But given your background, I'm not surprised anymore. <laughs> yes, there's a lot of crazy logic there, and. Uh... A lot of heuristics, and uh, obviously, it's not it's not a hundred percent thing. So we we keep working on it. That was our favorite uh, stuff, I guess, to do when people ask us what we do, and we say one password, and say, "Oh, one password! You work on one password." And I think our answer was, uh, "We were sorry." <laughs> 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 Just because we uh, you have these different modes, and one of the modes is when you work with the customers uh, in the customer support, I think you you mostly get emails about things that are not working, and uh, and you're you're not happy with the product, right? Uh, but uh, I think for for many people it works really well. It certainly does for, and, and I I personally used the support a few times, and they were very very helpful. So. Uh, that's very that's very nice. I can just speaking for experience there. <clears throat> so um, so you've developed uh, one password and uh, all the associated stuff, and then what you wanted to know about Knox. So how does Knox fit into this story? Uh, Knox, Knox is a product that we uh, acquired from another company, um, Marco Karpinen's company. Oh yeah, in Finland, and it came uh, because. We did this because a lot of customers wanted to keep documents as well in one password. So um, they wanted a secure storage for their files. Something bigger than notes. Yes, we, we do have attachments in one password and uh, they work pretty well for small stuff. But when, when people try to attach, let's say, a few gigabytes uh, to as an attachment, it doesn't really work that well. Especially when you sync over Dropbox. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's where Knox came from, and uh, it's a complementary product. Is it uh, is it solely a Mac app, or is it also? Do you have like some kind of a a web interface in iOS as well? Well, we're still hoping to to make a cross platform version of of Knox, but one uh, password is still the app that we spend probably ninety percent of our time. Okay, gotcha. So outside of um uh, of uh, working directly in the uh, on Knox and One Password, can you talk a little bit more about the, your work uh, inside the uh, iOS and Mac community? So I know you're involved in conferences and things like that, but uh, what else is there? Well, I'm I'm trying to get ready to uh, present on this conference called Nest North. <laughs> <laughs> ah, really? <laughs> and I, I think uh, I'm not sure which message board I heard it that you were either Twitter or Glassboard or one of those that you did a presentation back in 2010 at WWDC. Was that right? Yes, it was. Uh, I think it was a closed session, so it wasn't really available uh, for public. But okay, it was a Safari presentation when Safari announced support for browser extensions. 
that must that must have made you happy. Uh, yes, that's true. Uh, we <laughs> I still remember when uh, we first started our browser extension for Safari, and I spoke to one of the Apple engineers there, and uh, basically I I didn't have any hopes for for an extension to be extension support in Safari, so we always were trying to fly under the radar and do this uh, code swizzling uh, yes. stuff. Uh, it worked pretty well, but it was obviously a lot of stress because every time there's a new version of Safari, basically we had to drop everything and just make sure that it, uh, we support it. I still remember uh, the WWC session when the new version of Safari was announced and Dave basically just had to leave the keynote <laughs> and go build the new version of uh, one password extension. Uh, <laughs> like, be right back. <laughs> right. So now, now at the very least, we, are, we can guarantee that uh, uh, we, can work, we can support any future version of Safari. Right. It's a little bit like people who write the Xcode quote-unquote plugins, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's... What was the, uh, the plugin that went open source recently? Uh, CodePilot. Yes, I yes. like that one. Yes, I, I think it's going to be used as the basis for a lot of Xcode plugins in the future. <laughs> um, and aside from the uh, your your tech related uh, activities, uh, what 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 do you do outside of uh, outside of your work hours? What do you what do you have for hobbies, or uh, what do you like to do in your off time? Well, to be honest, there are not that many opportunities for me to to spend outside of jobs yeah. and passive work. Uh, I think the only thing, one more thing that I'm really passionate about, and it probably sounds crazy, but it's hockey. Oh, good I, man. I just, I'm just crazy about hockey and um, can't really explain it rationally. But <laughs> it's just a, just a great game, great way to take my mind off things. <laughs> I'm assuming you're following the Olympics closely as well. Uh, yes, that's true. <laughs> and then you have... Um... You have one or two kids? I have two kids. Uh, older one is he's not really a kid anymore. He's he'll be nineteen this year. Oh, awesome! And the younger one is eleven. And are they, are they playing hockey too? Well, not on the Olympic level. <laughs> <laughs> not yet, right? <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Well, that's awesome. Well, uh, all right. So that should be a wrap. Uh, thank you very much for joining us, Rustam. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you for having me. Oh, that's great. Thank you. We hope that our listeners enjoyed this episode. If you would like to know more about the conference, you can visit our website at nsnorth.ca for all the details. Rustam, if people want to get in touch with you, how would they do so? Well, the easiest way is to use Twitter. It's Rustam on Twitter and Rustam at uh, app.net. Right. So uh, we really hope to see everyone in Ottawa in May. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, man. Thanks, Rustam. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Bye, everyone.